How's it going, everyone? Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on? In today's episode, we'll be talking about the most recent NFT and crypto news for the month of December. But before we start, here's how the crypto space is done in the last week. For Bitcoin, uh, number one, it's about it's down about 7% this week. Um, Ethereum's taking a hard hit. It's, it's uh, down around 12% this week. We have Binance Coin at number three, down about 10% this week. We have Solana down about 19% this week. Uh, that's not good for uh, any of the Solana holders out there because that's not, it's not always great to see your uh, portfolio down 19%. And we have Cardano down around 14% and XRP down around 5%. So obviously there's a lot of blood in the water. So uh, yeah, I'm well, guessing a lot of people are doing some buying a dip if you have the chance. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, would you like to get us started with these uh, December crypto and NFT news? Uh, yeah. So for my first one, I have uh, it's titled Keanu Reeves offers the perfect response to NFTs. So pretty much he was interviewed, and it was brought up about NFTs, and he go and he pretty much goes to the thing where it's like it's just a picture; anyone can screenshot it anyone can own this picture pretty much and it was kind of just like everyone saw that wow did what like what did he talk about is it just like what nfts are or did he just yeah i didn't i should have watched the interview but i think they kind of just talked about they started talking about his new movie and it kind of went on to like things in the future and everything Huh, that's actually yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's always it's always good to see someone high up uh, talk about NFT, especially someone so popular like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, even though it was kind of just like shot fired at um, mm-hmm. NFTs, I mean it's still. As long as there's yeah. NFTs in the news, all like they say, all news or all news is good news. So yeah, we'll take it. Um, and for my first story. Uh, it's titled Pepsi launches first ever brand NFT with their Pepsi mic drop collection. So Pepsi announced their first uh, NFT drop. And since Pepsi was uh, created in 1893, they are releasing eight or 1,893 uh, unique uh, generated NFTs. And what they pretty much are are just different mics and different uh different types of like kind of microphones that look uh like all cartoonish and if you if anyone if any of our viewers want to go see what they look like uh head to pepsi's twitter they've been posting about it a lot and i've been following along um and so pretty much how how it works is consumers are going to have to enter a wait list and once they're verified they'll be able to mint one of the uh 1843 uh nfts and it's really nice because Pepsi's actually doing this completely for free. So the mint cost is nothing as long as you pay gas fees. And obviously Pepsi's doing it um, just to like kind of create some publicity around NFTs and kind of get their name out there just like a lot of big companies are doing. But um, the exclusive generative traits of the Pepsi mic, uh, the Pepsi mic drop collection, they're all uh, randomly generated just like a lot of other NFTs, which is really nice to see. Pepsi really getting in the game and uh, the Pepsi mic drop collection will be grounded in variations of microphone visual and inspired by iconic Pepsi flavors 
including the classic Blue Pepsi, the Silver Diet Pepsi, the Red Pepsi Wild Cherry, and the Black Pepsi uh, Zero Sugar, and even the fan favorite Crystal Pepsi and many more. So obviously these microphones are going to be a bunch of different colors, and it's really just good to see a huge company get in the NFT game and kind of, especially I think Pepsi has like a million followers on Twitter, so it's just crazy to see them constantly post about it. And also a fun fact about this is that Gary V, uh, it's kind of funny to see his name in the NFT space, but the company that Pepsi's collaborating with to release these NFTs, he actually founded Vayner, uh, Vayner X which is the company that is working with Pepsi to release these NFTs, which is actually pretty interesting. Are you on the wait list, Michael? Yeah, I actually did get able to join. I was kind of constantly clicking, and there's been some kind of hot topic on Twitter about how bots have been uh, spamming the inbox and how they filled the wait list before it even dropped. But I was there, and it said my wallet was connected on MetaMask, so I'm going to have to see on a Tuesday afternoon if I am officially on the wait list before I try to mint it so I'm pretty excited yeah I'd for sure get on that yeah I got my wallet uh, loaded up with some Ethereum and I'm ready to pay any gas fee that's a bit that's gonna that's gonna come my way yeah you know the resales on those gonna be massive exactly like there may not be much practical use for these NFTs but for the fact that they're not only backed by Gary Vee and his company but also backed by a world-renowned brand like Pepsi and there's only there's less than two thousand of them. This is, it's going to be great, yeah. Especially for value, very good on resale. Yeah. So for my second one, I have um, hackers steal one hundred and forty million dollars from users of crypto gaming company, and this is the third um, company be hit by these hackers, and not the same, not the same group, but. Um, just hackers in total and they hackers this month have stolen over 400 million dollars worth of crypto holy shit that's yeah, crazy that's a lot so it's just it just shows you that i mean you just you just gotta be careful out there i mean there's always gonna be scams yeah do you know like how the like the main way people are like getting their crypto stolen or uh, do you know was, how so, the way it was it was through a game so the gaming company Vulcan Forge, um, it kind of looked like sort of metaverse thing, mm-hmm. and um, like a play to earn type game. Yeah, sort of thing. And then you buy different um, stuff, and it goes in the game. And I guess they just like took all that stuff. Or oh well, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to connect your wall to play some of those games. So they might as well. They probably uh, just went into their wallet and stole crypto from them. Yeah, um, that's crazy. That's yeah. like, especially you have to be really, you have to be really careful nowadays with a lot of scams on the Instagram. Like, <laughs> I run a few like NFT and crypto accounts, and I'm constantly getting spammed with "play this, p- play to earn game." You want to get rich, play this. And on, obviously, yeah, who doesn't want to get rich off playing video games? But you just have to be realistic and think, okay, this person DMing me has zero followers, and they follow a thousand people. So I don't exactly believe that what they're saying is true. Yeah. So definitely be careful out there. And as I was reading through this, it says that the hackers um, stole most of the crypto. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, especially if if anyone listening to this is really new to crypto and like say they like just want to try to make passive income with crypto. Do not 
don't do anything or put connect your wallet to anything that you do not fully understand or anything that's like verified just make sure that if you don't understand what uh if you are like going into something not knowing 100% what's going to happen I would not do it in crypto yeah. especially with all the tactics that hackers are using to steal stuff yeah for sure so uh for my second story it actually has more to do with the crypto space but the crypto uh platform Polygon they acquired a uh, a startup company called Mer for 400 million dollars so they're to uh increase their ability to uh scale ethereum and web3 so which is which is a huge deal um especially for like scalability has always been like the problem in crypto and if they're putting 400 million dollars just to scale i think this has like a huge upside especially for the polygon network i've been doing a lot of research myself and i'm actually getting ready to invest as soon as i uh have the ability to but to get back to the story on December 9th, Polygon co-founder, this I'm gonna butcher this name because all the co-found, all the uh, founders in of Polygon are they're they're from India, so it's kind of hard to pronounce their names. But the co-founder Mihalo Belichick, I, I I probably said that completely wrong, but he announced that the project has acquired the Ethereum scaling startup Mer in a 400 million dollar deal. So the Mer team, uh, it's a bunch of cryptographers, which are people which are pretty much people that work on blockchain, blockchains, and engineers are joining Polygon in order to create a highly scalable Ethereum-compatible ZK rollup called Polygon Zero. So I may, uh, you, uh, people listening may not understand what a ZK rollup is, so I got a simple definition for everyone. Uh, a ZK rollup is a zero-knowledge rollup that is a, a layer two blockchain solution that performs computations and storage off-chain while funds are held in a smart contract. So pretty much it is just a layer two blockchain that uh, allows a company or a platform to like kind of expand their network without having to spend a bunch of money because their uh, computations are off-chain so it's not busy. So like uh, they don't have to block the uh, network with a bunch of computations that can do that off the blockchain. So they're able to do more important transactions on top of the blockchain. But also, uh, ZK rollups are one of the options being developed for the layer two construction that increases scalability through mass transfer processing rolled into one single transaction. So, pretty much, instead of having a bunch of transactions that a bunch of different miners and nodes are doing, they're just br- kind of bringing everything together in a ZK rollup so there's more room on the network, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And especially with scalability, that's kind of the main thing. It's like put as much stuff as possible into one transaction. So you don't, so you're not blocking up the network. So there isn't like a thousand things going on at once, and then you can't even do any transactions. Hmm. And also, uh, Polygon acquired the startup to improve the scalability of uh, Polygon, aka the Matic token. So if there's anyone uh, out there that uh, holds the Matic token, this is pretty bullish uh, for you all, especially just the entire uh, Polygon network, because Polygon's built on top of Ethereum. So if you if you if you uh, also are an Ethereum uh, holder, this is good for you as well. And the uh, Polygon co-founder revealed the acquisition on on uh, last Thursday and said the startup is a is a brown great uh, has groundbreaking uh, zk technology, and um, the four hundred million dollar deal will pave the way for uh, Polygon's new zk rollup project. So 
they are obviously just focusing on scalability because that's how you get more people into the market and more people into the market is always good because the more people that are invested is the more uh the more likely crypto become mainstream so this uh this, this story is pretty pretty important it's like it's kind of like a story that gets pushed on the wayside and not many people uh look at it but if you actually dig deep into it and consider what it's talking about you actually realize it has a lot of value interesting yeah so for my last uh article it's hong kong brokers snatch up virtual land and metaverse so pretty much uh as we all know we all know what the metaverse is and um so since land is like or property is so like scarce in the in hong kong they're pretty much just going the the metaverse now (laughs) yeah that's crazy and uh sorry to cut you off alex but if if there's anyone listening to this that doesn't know what the metaverse is we have a video or we have a podcast out scroll down a little bit it's one of our first podcasts ever posted go listen to this and then come back and you'll completely understand what the metaverse is yeah so it's in the metaverse it's called the sandbox and it was um originally a hong kong kind of based video game and it was recently sold um to a new york based firm and so pretty much they're just buying up as much land as they possibly can that's crazy i mean we could do an entire episode on a sandbox and like metaverse land platforms which i'm kind of actually interested to do because i see i see it all the time on uh the internet and youtube but if anyone wants to see that, just go ahead and DM us on Instagram or leave us an email. But it's like, especially with land, something about land is like, land is important in real life because it's like, it's not infinite. And they're, like, that's why retail, like uh, like homes always go up in value or they mainly go up in value. But like, especially for something like the sandbox, it's crazy to me that people keep buying uh, more land in a virtual world when technically it's infinite, but it's crazy. Like I saw a story online. I, I didn't put this in the uh, in the notes, but like people are paying millions of dollars just to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor in Sandbox. Like <laughs> Snoop Dogg has a certain he has like a house per se in the Sandbox metaverse, and and he, there's like three plots of land that are like up for sale, and I think one sold for four hundred thousand dollars, another sold for like two hundred thousand dollars, and. Like, people are paying insane amount of money just to say they are metaverse neighbors with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's crazy. And so, um, there's a man that currently owns three plots of land, which he says quadrupled in value. And, he, and then when he bought it, it was about uh, 1.8 Ether, which at the time was like around $7,000. Mm-hmm. And now it's worth uh, near 7 Ethereum. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Though it's really just like exploded. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of brands get hop into the metaverse and buy sandbox land, which is crazy. Especially like Nike did a huge deal with Roblox to create their whole metaverse platform, which is always just another reason why uh, people should invest. And you, you don't, people don't even have to invest in the metaverse, but just by learning about what it is, it's always going to be help help them in the future, especially with stuff like this. Yeah, and then there's. Um another just going through like plots of land in the sandbox um in august one sold for about 1.28 million oh my and the last month 
another one was sold for 2.43 million. That's crazy. Yeah. So these these properties are exploding. Yeah. And uh, for my third and final story, uh, this one is titled "Pokemon Go Developer Developer to Build Metaverse Valued uh, Valued at Nine Billion Dollars After Raising Three Hundred Million." So everyone knows, everyone's everyone listening's probably played Pokemon Go before. It, it's been all the rage. I mean, it's gone and it's it's ebbed and flowed. It's become a trend and then left. And I always enjoyed it. I always had fun playing with my friends. But uh, Niantic, they raised $300 million to build their own, like, AR metaverse. And the company that did, like, the uh, uh, money raising is called KOTU. It's K or C-O-A-T-U-E. It's kind of hard to pronounce, but it's a, uh, like, venture capitalist uh, funding company. And they're pretty much known as a major investor in the cryptocurrency and blockchain industry. Uh, They back companies such as... Uh, blockchain intelligence firm, chain analysis, cryptocurrency startup Fireblocks, uh, blockchain security firm, Sertic, and, uh, and like many other uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain companies. And the firms also recently, part- they also uh, raised $555 million for the uh, fintech startup MoonPay. So if, if, if uh, anyone out there doesn't know what MoonPay is, it's very similar to Coinbase. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a startup. But actually, they just... Uh, did a deal with Post Malone where if you go to his most recent music video, you can see him purchasing a Board Ape Yacht Club in in the music video using MoonPay, which is kind of funny. And this, I saw a video about like someone doing math, uh, like of how much he got paid like per second. He got paid like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars per second because the amount they paid him for the ad, <laughs> MoonPay was only in the music video for like four seconds. That's so it's crazy. It's, it's actually so funny. It's crazy the amount of money these people have. But uh, back to the news story. Niantic, uh, the company that owns Pokemon Go, is building a platform for AR, which is uh, augmented reality, based on a 3D map of the world that will, that we believe will be will play a critical role in the trend in the next transition in computing, which the KOTU uh, general partner uh, said. So pretty much they're obviously very bullish on uh, the future of the metaverse and AR. That's why they did so much uh, crowdfunding. But just uh, to give a little background about what Pokemon Go and Niantic is, launched in 2016, Niantic's Pokemon Go is one of the most successful mobile games of all time, reportedly crossing the $5 billion mark or revenue mark earlier this year. Some players in the blockchain industry got inspired by Pokemon Go with the firm Liotech introducing its Pebble Go project aiming to incorporate real-world data to NFTs using verifiable GPS information. So pretty much what Niantic wants to do with this new technology is pretty much just put NFTs into real life, real life using your GPS location. And um, unlike Facebook, which re-band, rebranded to Meta in early October, um, Niantic wants to pretty much bring the metaverse to real life instead where facebook wants to bring us to the metaverse if that makes sense and because like if niantic has a more realistic approach because it's easier for the bring to bring the metaverse to real life instead of going the other way because if we can incorporate uh the metaverse in our real life with ar kind of like ar glasses where you can like see holograms more stuff like that 
it would be easier for people to understand and like hop in the metaverse with like full virtual reality. Yeah, which is which is pretty pretty important, I, I think, for the future. It's always nice to see a little bit of competition in the metaverse and crypto uh, space. So I think there's going to be a lot of budding heads with huge companies. But yeah, I think interesting, kind of like the old saying where competition breeds innovation. So I think. Especially with competitions, the more options people have to join the metaverse is just better for everyone, honestly. Because if you don't want to put on the headset, you don't have to. So, it's kind of just bringing more options to people. Yeah. Which is great to see. Yeah. So, do you have anything else to say, Alex, before we head out? Nope, I'm pretty much good. So, uh, if anyone enjoyed this episode, uh, make sure to share it with your friends because we don't run any... Uh, ads to promote our own podcast just we're all like a word of mouth podcast so we'd really appreciate if you all share it with your friends if you enjoyed it uh give us a follow on spotify maybe like some of our other episodes that'd be pretty cool um if you want to hear uh more from us go ahead and leave us a follow on our instagram it's at nft underscore nation underscore podcast it should be on the spotify show notes but you never know sometimes they don't like to help us and um if you all have any ideas for future episodes go ahead and just dm us on that um dm us on that instagram and if you all are feeling really generous you know it's the holiday season you might help us buy some gifts for our families there is if you go to our anchor uh if you go to our anchor platform website you are able to donate so if anyone wants to do that you obviously don't have to but we'd obviously give you a big thank you and we'd shout you out on the podcast so if you want it's there you want to say anything before we head out Nope, just thanks for listening. Yep, have a good one.